When it comes to the plant-based eating debate, there's more to consider than just healthy or unhealthy. Of course, we want to eat things that make us feel good and generate energy to keep us going, but there's also a major environmental component that drives a lot of people to a plant-focused diet. But you don't have to give up some of your faves entirely. Impossible Foods makes meat from plants. They're solving the meat problem with more meat. By creating delicious meat from plants that's better for you and the planet, Impossible lets you enjoy some of your favorite meaty products with a plant-based twist. Ground beef, homestyle meatballs, sausage patties, all made from plants. And that's just a few of their delicious and versatile options. No more tension between craving meat but not wanting to eat so much of it or sacrificing your carnivorous faves for your health. Indulge in nutrient-packed, plant-based goodness and feel good doing it. Check out impossiblefoods.com to see how you can help solve the meat problem with more meat. That's I-M-P-O-S-S-I-B-L-E-F-O-O-D-S.com. Hello and welcome back to the You Up podcast. I'm Jordana Abraham. And I am Jared Freed. It is so good to be back here with you, Jordana. How are you? What's going your 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 text went to green this week and I was like, I've I, I one of three things has happened. And I was like, either Jordana has lost her phone or um her and I are no longer friends. She's just cut <laughs> me off, blocked, or or she's moved to an Android and Android was third on the list of things that could have happened. So what I mean, are you I moved okay? to Long Island City. Anything could happen. That might be like <laughs> the next step in in that process. No. Okay. I'm not okay. Uh-oh. <laughs> so this is every, I mean, this is our you okay's worst nightmare. How you doing? Actually, I'm not. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh no! I'll tell I, you how Jordan, I'm doing. I have to use the bathroom. I gotta go. <laughs> Good luck not with your well. life. Yeah. So get into it. Hey, but, Let's hear a rant. Okay, so I was in Mexico last weekend. I'm sure some people noticed, saw, went yep. to see my wedding venue. It was great. I was riding a fucking bike, which was great, until I dropped my phone on the bike and the screen cracked, right? You know what's so funny about this? The last thing I, I, I actually thought to myself, I texted you, it went to green, and I was like, last I saw her, she was on a bike having the best day of her life. <laughs> now, I'm, now I'm gone. <laughs> yeah, now I'm gone. Never Maybe. to be heard from again. Yeah. I was like, this bike trip must have ended in heart. So you, well, you, it dropped off the okay. bike crack. It dropped off the bike crack. I'm like, okay, I kind of need an upgrade anyway. Like The phone's still working. It's just cracked. So mm. on Monday, I take it to Verizon and I've got like an appointment. I took it to Verizon Williamsburg and I had an appointment in Williamsburg. Mm. so i just took it there before and the guy's like oh i can transfer over all your data to the new phone it'll just take like an hour or two so i'm like okay i'll leave it there um and then i'll come back and get it after so i go get my braces tightened (laughs) Uh, (laughs) (laughs) this is actually a middle school day my phone (laughs) cracked i had to go get it fixed i I was on my bicycle Um, phone cracked (laughs) got my braces tightened i come back after they're like something's like a little off it's gonna take a few hours like well if you call us like we'll call you when it's ready and you can come back and get it so i went home and then they call me that night and there's like so there's there's an issue um in like with the phone and um it's not and like it's not working or it's not moving over to the new phone um it's like in limbo i'm like 
what do you mean? Like, I'll come get the old phone. Like, what do you mean? They're like, no, like the phone, like you can come get the old phone, but it won't work. Like neither phone works. Your phone number is like in the stratosphere, not connected to any device. Oh my God. And like, this is the point where I'm crying on the floor naked in the fetal position. (laughs) Like this is hard. I, my phone, I am never not on my phone. This is horrifying to me. Honestly, it was like someone had cut off my arm. Um, I don't mean to be dramatic. <laughs> Not to be but, dramatic. <laughs> but I was like, what the? okay. And also, let me let me just add to this a little extra like luxury problem, first world issue. I have my bachelorette on Thursday. This Thursday, tomorrow. tomorrow night. Yes, tomorrow night. I'm leaving for my bachelorette. Right. This happened a Monday. I wish I wish we had video because my I my my jaw just hit the floor. The idea that you would go on a bachelorette party with no phone like it's 1995. This is crazy. That's literally the biggest of, of first world luxury issues. But yeah. So Listen, scram- I, I, I love a luxury problem. Yeah. I'm already scrambling to put together my outfits. So it's already stressful enough in a first world <laughs> way. I'm like, yeah. you know, I'm, I'm ill prepared. I have to assemble the outfits for Instagram. I don't have a phone. Um, <laughs> it's, it's the worst thing that could happen to a millennial woman who's like extremely privileged. Jordana, <laughs> Jordana, you do not have to say the word privileged in front of me. I, this is the worst thing that could literally ever happen to anyone in their entire lives. And I am not exaggerating one bit. You have come to the right person Thank to God. complain to this about. This is a safe space. You're right. This is horrifying. I wouldn't wish this on my worst enemy. Actually, because then, then it gets worse, right? So it's How the next it? day. The next, so it's Tuesday now. I'm calling them like every like fucking 10 minutes for an update, seeing if they fix it. They're like, I'm on tech support. I have all your info. I keep calling them, blah, blah, blah. Like, and then like, where are you calling from a landline? Like, how do you even call? I'm calling from Mike's phone. Who's very, Uh, also very irritated with me because now I'm insisting that we we share his phone. Oh (laughs) no. Mike's like, I, I I just let me get back to my explore page. Oh shit. (laughs) kind of actually he's like in this group text they're like popping up on there he's like just he's like just give me back the phone i can't take this um, mike can't even take a shit so i'm talking to the verizon the guy at the verizon store and he's like um listen like i'll be real with you like i'm calling tech support they don't know how to like fix it they don't know what's going on like they said it'll be like 24 to 48 hours and i'm like 24 to 48 I'm fucking crying. <laughs> I, <laughs> you're like, let me just see the phone. I just want to see it. Like, right? like it's like your kid <laughs> me, in the hospital. Show me, it, show me that it's alive. Yeah. Um, so I'm like, okay. I'm like, this sounds crazy. I've never heard of anything like this happening. So I call me Verizon, neither. and at first Verizon's like, that sounds very sketchy. Like, I don't think that would ever happen with us. And then they transfer me over to the tech people, and the tech guy is like, oh, they did that. They're like, wow, that's oh, no. the worst. That's the worst thing they could have possibly done because, yeah, you're you're not going to be able to be on your phone for a bit. Where did you bring your? Was it an approved store or was it the actual Verizon store? It said Verizon on. Oh, Jordana, <laughs> Jordana, no! You went to what? It had a sticker on the window. I what wanted are you doing? the buyback fee. I wanted the buyback for the old phone. Um, Ever since you got these braces, I am not trusting your decision making. <laughs> you are Jordana. The the I phone. I the closest. The closest Verizon retailer. 
your your phone this is something i made a deal with myself a few many years ago i was like the amount <laughs> i use my phone the amount of money i'm paying for it there is there there's not there's never too much well, the, now I the know. amount i use it like the, the the care okay so you went to a verizon approved alley it says verizon <laughs> on the fucking like masthead of it so i assume it's yeah my shirt says nike i'm not an athlete (laughs) (laughs) so So, yeah but they didn't tell me that they fucked up obviously the person on the verizon on the verizon tech support told me they fucked up and they're like i'm gonna make a ticket so someone deals with this and you know i have to say we're a little backed (laughs) up I, so, <laughs> I'm gonna make a ticket. Famous last words. Okay. And you know You know when you're like so extremely frustrated, and the guy's like, "So how's the weather out there in New York?" Oh my god. Like, I, yeah. No. <laughs> no. It's super the sunny way- here in South Carolina. I'm like, yeah. please just get. <laughs> yeah, I don't know the weather because I don't have the weather app on my phone. Yeah. It's like, actually it's like it's like a kidnapper trying to talk to you about the weather while they're talking about like keeping your child ransom like it's this is ha- this is un- I, my heart is racing and your bachelorette party is tomorrow so and yeah. i just texted you it's still green so is so you're now in so, ticket land what? as of t- as of 15 minutes ago i got a call from the store saying it went through now the phone has now Thank God it has now released back into the, that's what they say. Now they're transferring the data and I I actually can't even pick it up. So Mike's picking it up tonight. Uh, So I'll have it back hopefully tonight. I don't know. I don't believe it. Now that this alleyway Verizon store has all your credit card information, they can give you back your phone. You don't even know what information I need. My phone password, my zip code, my billing information, my Apple ID password, all this shit so they could try to figure it out. Someone out there has my identity. I'm like, I hope they haven't Venmoed themselves $5,000 because they easily easily could. I'm like that. such an idiot. I don't even... (laughs) So do you feel better now that like so Mike's gonna pick it up? You feel better now knowing it's coming back to you and it has magically fixed itself? I like believe it when I see it, but yeah. um I do feel better. But it's funny, I have like I'm meeting my sisters, we're doing like a pre bachelorette like spa thing because they're not going on the bachelorette. Mm-hmm. Um so today. Yeah, today. So I'm okay. like, how the fuck do I even get there without a phone? Like I have to I'm Google I, I'm using Google Maps to look up like a subway. <laughs> Root, like, print out some map quest directions. Like, I, I, oh my god, I knew something was off because I, I sent you a link yesterday to make fun of someone, and I was oh. like, that's strange. Nothing came back, and then I saw the text was green, and I was like, uh oh, so, and I was like, that bike, maybe she rode off into We're the sunset, the and cliff. it's over. Yeah, wow. Basically, I mean, it's it's a, the next worst thing, um, <laughs> but. I, I might be worse. I, you're, you're basically yeah. dead to me. I couldn't even talk to you unless it was over well, the Zoom. You'll be you'll be the first person I text to get you to resend that link tonight. If you <laughs> want to text me right now, you can text my Apple ID email, which I'll yeah. send to you privately if it's worth it. Um, but hopefully, I'll have my phone back by tonight. But you know, what I was thinking when I lost the phone is like sure. if I had been if I had been like dating a guy when this happened, oh, and then the phone went out for three days. I think I would have like the craziest anxiety about like if you ever done that where you're like i got the phone back i don't know if they texted me in that like two hour interim where i didn't have the phone should i text them just to make sure that they didn't text me and and, and you have to be like hey phone's been on the fritz just want to let you know 
Um, I if you texted me, I've been here. You know, this has happened, <laughs> yeah. and and they're like, "Who's this?" You know, like there was, <laughs> right. <laughs> right? Or like, yeah. "Oh, I totally haven't texted you in the past three days." Yeah. So, um, <laughs> don't worry about it. <laughs> no, just they write back. No, we good. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I it, also the fear of like, you know, if you're in a relationship, you're you're dating, you're just like. I'm I'm out of the world. I'm out of this game. Totally. I I'm not in. You know, the phone is so I mean th- this podcast exists because of the phone. Like modern dating, you know, technology and modern dating. When we say technology, that is the phone. Like it is just yeah. everything revolves around it. Like I I I use my phone so fucking much that I have Same. to take breaks from it. So I I know Totally. I, my I, screen how, time my screen time app probably thinks I'm dead. because it went from like 10 hours and 30 minutes a day to like nothing so (laughs) jordana jordana where are are you you? should i call for help there should be a screen there should be like a number if the screen time goes below a certain amount it just calls the cops yeah absolutely like (laughs) you must be it's like when the lift uh app asks you are you like when you're in a tunnel in the lift app they're like you seem to have gone off the map are you okay like that's the same type of thing were you kidnapped yeah (laughs) Wait, so let, let's keep this on you because I, I have many more questions. Where's I don't even know. Where are you going on the bachelorette party? I'm going to Lake Tahoe. I'm very Whoa, excited. What a, that is a right turn for an East Coaster. How did you get to yeah. Lake Tahoe? So originally when we were planning in the midst of COVID, we were going to do Montauk because it was like mm. easy, no flight. No one knew what was going on with the world. And then we kind of pivoted as things were looking good and everyone got vaccinated. Mm-hmm. And we were kind of like, let's actually go on a trip because we haven't even gone on like a girl's trip in a while. And then we were going to do Austin. Well, hold on. Sorry to interrupt, but that actually you came in. You had the best case scenario. Everyone is like past being like we've been, you know, in this pandemic reality for long enough where people are like not annoyed at the bachelorette trip that costs a little bit more no they're pumped yeah you're the first one out of it's basically like a reset it's like you're 23 again you're the first one to get married and everyone's like pumped to go on whatever trip you want to go on yeah it's actually pretty exciting i mean besides the pregnant people who are not coming but everyone else is very excited well, you, for, you, the, for the trip. you know what that's like to be pregnant you've lost your phone you know the responsibility exactly. i know what it's like to be to be you know to to have that anxiety over of course something i care about yes um, <laughs> um so we we're going to do austin but we'd already all been there it was a little seemed a little basic for us so we decided to do yeah, we've done it. So we went to we decided to do Tahoe, which is like a little different. You little fly fun. to you fly to Nevada, Reno, Reno, Reno. Yeah, yeah. I've done that flight. Uh, you go to Reno and then you drive to Tahoe. Um, that's great. I'm I'm excited for you. This is. Do we have anything planned? Like my, you know, who's the person in charge of it? Do you have one person in charge? Is it a team of people? I have a lot of bachelor party, bachelorette party opinions. Right. Because I do believe one person should be in charge and they should be a benevolent dictator. You have to, and you have to give tentpole events. So, but this might be just for guys. I think women are more organized as a group anyways. But you need a, you need a leader. Totally. Yeah. I have a group of like three people who are planning with one person um, who's like taking the most charge, I would say. Good. There's one, there's like one plan, like one super planner and then like her assistants. I know this is the perfect. Yeah, I like this. I, this is this is all good stuff for a bachelor bachelorette party because yeah. 
anytime I've shown up to a bachelor party where they go, where the first thing someone says, so what's next? I'm like, oh, we're we're fucked. It's over. It's a no. You need someone in charge. Oh yeah. You need like you need a dinner planned or a lunch or a brunch planned. You need to give people the space to kind of disperse. A little bit of downtime. Little downtime. Not too much. You need that one event that's a little weird and off kilter that everyone's like kind of excited for, but not sure how it's gonna go. You can't, and especially a bachelor party, you can't let that group of golf guys take over. There's always the golf, Who are guys. the golf guys. I have a theory that when you're married and you have kids, men need to go golfing so that they can explain to people that they had a good time. Like <laughs> golfing is a six. So if you went golfing, you didn't waste your time taking a trip. Okay. So if but my belief is golfing just keeps you at a six as a good time. There, there's a golf group that will hate on your ideas and your inventive solutions. Like, hey, let's go drive tractors for the day. And the golf guy will be like, well, what's tractor driving? I don't know about that. And you'd be like, don't worry. They'll be like, how about we play golf? Because they need to be able to come home and say, well, we golfed because at least that happened for them. Right. Because they're t- so, but I, you have to keep the golf guys at bay and get everyone else excited about the quote unquote tractor pull event to I people, see. you know, to be, keep it fun. You can't golf guys will ruin a bachelor party. I don't know what the, the female equivalent of that is. We, I mean, I personally love a boat day. That's love my, a boat day. That's totally my, agree. That was my must-have. So we're doing that, and everything else is like fantastic. Great, whatever. Boat day, great, great event, great fun, great different thing. It's we a whole want, day. Yeah. One time I went to Austin. We went to Lake Travis, and our boat. We did a boat day, but the boat guy, I think it cost him. He he was trying to keep costs low. He just wouldn't leave the deck, and he's like, <laughs> so you were docked. It was basically so we were like docked. A, the whole day and he kept going i remember we'd be like hey man are we gonna go like on the water like and <laughs> he's like gas is really expensive i don't I know about that <laughs> he literally said he goes oh you guys want to go on the water and we're like <laughs> yeah dude what are you talking about and he's like oh i oh he like he he's had like, this I whole thought you thought of this scam. as just a floating bar yeah he, he was like oh i thought you guys were happy here I, oh no no i'd be happy to be out there where it's not you know where it's yeah, fun we'll when there's to, we'll have to look out for that yeah keep on the lookout um, so but i'm uh, sure you'll see all the content from seven different angles i am so excited i am not thank god my phone's okay i'm gonna watch every <laughs> second of this bachelorette party i hope you get your phone back so we can see it what else is going on at betches before we get into today's episode um i think you guys have heard it all before pop alarm obviously if you haven't tried are you up with benefits Please check it out. It's a seven-day free trial. As you know, we got a lot of questions about this. The regular content that you're hearing right now and that you see on Sundays and Wednesdays, still there, still free on the day it comes out. If you want it early and you want our two bonus episodes, that's where uh, it's $2.99. There's been some confusion, and I understand that because this is new. And all you got to do, if you subscribe, you get the extra, you get all the bonus stuff. If you don't, you get all the stuff you've been getting forever. That's the, the, the plain yeah. and simple of it. But seven-day free trial, so you can see what it, you know these bonus episodes sound like. Yeah, check it out. If you don't like it, cancel the trial. Um, yeah. Jared, what do you have going on? Are you doing any more? Are you doing some uh, tours? I'm doing shows like crazy. I, I keep getting these like random shows pop up out of nowhere. So 
Uh, by the time this airs, I, I will have just been in Nashville. Thank you. Uh, talk about bachelorette parties. I'll be at the the hub of bachelorette parties in this country. Um, and uh, But I got more shows. Bridgeport, Connecticut, Atlantic City, Richmond, Virginia, uh, Mohegan Sun, uh, Magoobies, Jordana's favorite, Baltimore, Maryland, Chicago. Every time Chicago. you say Magoobies, I just have to <laughs> say <laughs> you it. You have to say after it. After you, yeah. Uh, D.C., uh, Austin, Boston, Dallas. I always have more coming, but that's what's on my website now, jaredfree.com. Also, if you're watching The Bachelorette with me, I want to say thank you. It's the season's in full swing. Um, if you do watch my stories for The Bachelorette, share them. I'm asking you, please let people know this has become a full-time job and um, <laughs> I, I, I enjoy watching it. But I, I do look at how many people share each story and I'm like, everyone's like, I watch every single one. Yeah, share with someone. Just let someone share it. Know. It's so funny. Imagine like creating something and then someone else's full-time job is to make fun of it. <laughs> that's my yeah yeah right. my job is to look at <laughs> someone else's is to take someone else's job and then just rip it apart <laughs> i i mean what if someone started a live scream of the scream and it, I, I mean, they're just really making funny. fun of me it'd be flattering i think it'd be flattering right. yeah i'm right. sure after the 20 minutes of me being horrified by it you guys know i'm a huge fan of skims and with warmer weather coming up i recently tried out one of their t-shirts skims makes the best basics and foundations so it's no surprise that it's the best fitting tee i've ever worn finding the perfect t-shirt can be such a challenge whether it's the fit or the quality but with skims they make the most flattering shirts for everyone honestly i love pretty much everything skims makes but i really love their t-shirts they're like form-fitting and they make my body just look that much smoother i have the soft smoothing seamless t-shirt in onyx it has amazing versatility. It is literally a must-have for a spring wardrobe. They're stretchy, they're flattering. You can dress it up or dress it down, and you don't have to worry about compromising style or comfort. I also have the cotton jersey t-shirt in marble, and it's really just changed the game for me. It's taking the regular t-shirt, it's leveling it up. There's no stretched collars or hems, and it literally fits like a dream. Skims t-shirts are made with innovative technology while always keeping style and comfort in mind. From crop silhouettes to long sleeve layering tees, Skims has something for every fit and everybody. Shop the Skims t-shirt shop at skims.com now available in sizes extra extra small to 4x if you haven't yet be sure to let them know i sent you after you place your order select podcast in the survey and select you up in the drop down menu that follows are you ready to shop rakuten's big give week is back get 15 percent cash back at hundreds of stores including headliners ulta fenty beauty levi's adidas and so much more Seriously, the list seems endless. Rakuten is how the in-the-know shoppers get the best savings. They shop the brands they love and earn cash back on top of deals. During Big Give Week, May 6th to May 13th, the cash back rates are even bigger. Personally, I'll be shopping for beauty and apparel. You can save on everything you need for summer, like clothing, outdoor gear, and travel. You know I love to find the best deals while I'm shopping. And trust me, Rakuten is the hack to save money while shopping. Rakuten is the most rewarding way to shop and save because members can earn cash back on everything they buy. Rakuten is a shopping platform that partners with over 3,500 stores across every category like beauty, clothing, electronics, travel, and dining. And this week only, you're going to get the best deals ever. Membership is free, and when you sign up and shop today, you can get an extra 10% cash back boost. That's an extra 10% cash back on top of the 15% cash back. You won't see higher cash back rates than these. Go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app. R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Shoppers get it. All right. So what are we talking about today, Jordana? We're talking about if a fuckboy can change their ways. And um, would could they come back can and not try boy? to... 
<laughs> that sounds, okay, like right. a, sounds like a, a poem. Can a fuck boy stop being a fuck boy in a world full to of fuck boys? Or not to be? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that is the question. That's right. Um, and I think the email has a lot to unpack, so maybe we should just get right Let's into do it. it. All right, I'll read it. Hi, J&J. Love the podcast. I've been listening to it for years, and I have put all my friends onto it as well. I'm in an odd scenario now that I could use some help figuring out. Let's take it back to 2018. I met this guy. <laughs> I'm imagining in her life as the rom-com. It says like 2018 on the screen. I meet this guy. We have a super casual, inconsistent hookup situation. And the last time I saw him was in 2019. There was no falling out per se, but I wanted a relationship, not necessarily with him, but generally he didn't want that. We, so we cooled things off. We, we still chat every so often, but it's usually very sexual. But again, still haven't seen him since 2019. Fast forward to this week and he's persistent about meeting up again. And I figured, why not? We talked a big talk while texting and it was pretty sexual. But then I met up with him and he took me to dinner. We had a really good conversation at dinner and laughed a lot. And overall, it was a nice time. After, he expected to just drop me off at the subway and then be on his way, but instead I wanted to spend more time with him, so we walked around and ended up back at his place. While at his place, he didn't even attempt to kiss me. He just stroked my hair as we talked more and got into some deep personal conversations about his family. At first, I thought he was talking talking about it to tug at my heartstrings and to get me to sleep with him, but he still hasn't kissed me. At the end of the night, he told me he genuinely liked talking to me and we hugged goodbye. What gives? Did I go into the situation with the wrong impression? Given our past, I expected this to just be drinks and a hookup. What do you think was going through his mind? Is he just playing a game? I was pleasantly surprised with our conversation and we've both grown up a lot since the last time we saw each other, but I'm confused about the sudden pullback. Thanks for all the great advice. Sincerely, horny and confused. <laughs> <laughs> Love this email. What a sign off. Oh, That's good. O-H and C. Uh, <laughs> I, Jordana, what do you, you have any thoughts you know, going, uh, from this email? Um, my initial thought was like, maybe he went into it with the intention of hooking up and then the conversation got a little bit more like intimate and intense and not just sexual mm. and then he felt that sleeping with her would like up the stakes of how much he would like owe her or how much or how like deep into it they would be so he pulled back what do you what do you think yeah that was I, my I, initial I, thought process I, i'm i'm on a similar wavelength i think like the way she's thinking about it i i think we have to stop this thinking of like any like that men are I don't know how to say I like <laughs> not <laughs> well, wild I, animals. <laughs> yeah, like like the, like this guy like it's not a choice between fuck you, never speak to you again and be with you. Do you know what I mean? Like this okay. kind of comes from a perspective of like I expected us to just fuck and never speak again and like do what we did before. And it's like I think the, the if you're trying to understand like a guy's brain like he wants the companionship. He wants he he does feel good having this conversation with you. You and him felt good, but I think he's like I think a lot of times men are just very much like what gets this phone just go back to the phone conversation. What gets this phone charged right now? They're not thinking about how, you know, do I need it charged for tomorrow or a year down the line? Like I think this is very like and then what you're saying is right. Like then it gets to the point of like, do we fuck? And it's like, oh, 
we've done this a few times before. Am I going to deal with like the will they, won't they again when I've already said I won't? Do you know what I mean? Right. So then you're saying because... So, so do you think he went into this date thinking they would hook up and then changed his mind in the middle of the date? I think they went on the date. Because yeah. it sounds like they were texting sexually before yeah. it, right? I think if you got deep, like my initial thought, and this is like an ego filled thought, is that he is that he basically went on, just like you're saying, like he goes on this date, they're having fun. It gets pretty deep. And he's like, oh, my God, if we fuck right now, I am in we're this dating. again. And because there's a history like, you know, a lot of guys will learn the third time around, you know, like, you know, like this, like you talk about like 2018. Yeah. yeah, Or never. But like the 2018, then 2019, haven't seen it since 2019. Then you talk about game. Now you guys are having a great time together and he's going, oh, there's no like, let's say they do fuck. And then she goes, hey, I'm, uh, you know, it's it's the same conversation. Same conversation again. again. Yeah, Yeah, like you wanted a relationship before. She says, was no falling out per se, but I wanted a relationship. So now the first time it ends up and then he gets to this point where he's like, oh my, he gets the edge of the cliff and he's about to jump off and he's like, she wanted a relationship before. That's not going to change again. Like, don't get fooled. Do you know what I mean? Right. Well, I feel like usually that happens with guys after they sleep with you. So this is this does seem like he's evolving a bit. He's evolving. Yeah. I I feel like usually that realization comes like, oh, like, we had this great night. We slept together. And then the next morning he's like, oh yeah, I don't want to date her. I remember that I don't want this thing. And it seems I, like he's realized it before. I've been in this situation where you're just like, I, I enjoy this person's company. It, it's, but I don't want to do the same thing to them that I've done in the past. Like you, like a lot of times men are put in this position and I'm, I'm speaking very broadly of like always being the one to turn someone down. Because because of the, it's the reason like this podcast exists. Like she writes, she writes in like, what is he thinking? So automatically, right. it's a position where he's the one that has to say yes or no. It's not her saying, "I like him. We had a great time. It felt good when he stroked my hair. I wish we had fucked and just seen where this had gone." She's saying, "Why didn't he, you know, get more physical with me?" Does that mean he likes me more? Does that mean he doesn't like me more? And it's like, that's all, again, only his decision and not hers, mm-hmm. where she's a more, right. there's two to this party, you know? Right. Yeah. I mean, I get it. I get her, her, where she's coming from. I've definitely like approached things that way um, where you're kind of like, I mean, it's tough to try to interpret someone else's behavior. And I get that that's like, well, I like him if he likes me, but it's like, she clearly mm. likes him already. Right. She clearly like kind of wanted to date him, even though she didn't really say that. She wanted a relationship, and he didn't. But right, yeah, 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 yeah. You're right. So she's like, "I like him. I know, and I liked him. Is this a sign that he does want a more of a relationship with me, or is this a sign that he was less into me than he was? Like, she's just trying yeah. to interpret. And I do think that, like, it's like you can have your own standards while still trying to interpret someone else's like seemingly inconsistent behavior. <laughs> yeah to an extent yeah 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 no i i, I listen yeah. she's not wrong for being like what the fuck now like i i and like right. this happens with like you know we had a third date and he didn't sleep with me then like what does that mean i think this is like it's more likely like i think when a lot of times when women don't sleep with you it's because they like you and a lot of times when men don't sleep with you it's because they think you like them 
Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's so, not because they want to take it slow? Well, because to me, if I was in his position, I would be like, okay, there is, we are in a relationship or we are not if we fuck. Okay. Like if I was in his position, like if we have sex, there's no chance for me to go let's hang out again and there's no casual to this there's right. no there's vetting no period having time to make a decision if you will actually want yeah, be, something more serious yeah because look at look how well we connected we've always connected in the past we have this great textual relationship why wouldn't we and he doesn't have a good answer for that his answer for that is i i don't know i haven't thought about it that deeply you know like it's, right. his answer isn't good so he knows i can't give the answer so why would i you know take the test so if you were her, what would you do? She has to admit how she feels. Like, I, I think like, you know. To him? Or just to herself? Yeah, I, I think to herself a little bit, but also to, <laughs> hey, take a look in the mirror. No, the, <laughs> I think she has to explain how she feels to him and be willing to lose this text thing. Like, I think like she says they from 2019 to 2021. So two years, they went through a pandemic writing love letters to each other, basically, or sexual letters to each other. Right. She basically says. Yeah. So it's like that is a false sense of knowing someone. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Because he can do that for the next 20 years. He can write you the sexual text. And because it never gets him like, look at how sexual he was over text and then not sexual, sexual he was in person. Right. Like, isn't yeah. that interesting that he was like, because the sexual over text has no, there's, uh, the, he, he never has to be responsible for it. The sexual in person, he has to be responsible for. And that's the okay. moment he bails. So you, I mean, this woman has to be okay losing him, one. Right. And then okay, like letting him know, like, hey, that was a night that I would want to have with a boyfriend. Like, you and I seem to connect. I'm okay with this not going forward, but it can't be, I can't be hung up on this forever. Right. You know, I, same thing I emotionally that it's have always to move on. been. Yeah. And I think when you say that, that also like breaks, it breaks the illusion of like no one said anything and it could be anything. Like once you, once one person says what they actually want, then the other person is forced to make that decision or call or like then it's really in their hands so like the most you can do and in my situation when i had a similar thing to what she's talking about when i finally did that was when i was able to move on because you're just laying your cards on the table well it, it's it's the it's the same thing you're totally right and it's the same thing as like you know those cooking clocks that like your mom used to use like my mom used to use that like timer. baking the baking yeah. timer where you'd yeah. like spin it and Wind it, it up you'd wind it up and it would and it would be like up to 60 minutes you're doing that when you reveal your feelings you're turning on that timer <laughs> because because he has to do something you know right. if he, you know and him doing nothing is just very loud him doing nothing right now him doing nothing is ne is very quiet like his version of doing nothing now is like you know, sending you a sexual text and then like disappearing until he's drunk again. Like that's not very yeah. loud. You saying, hey, that night was fun. Um, I'd like to do more of those nights with you and see where this could go. And that's really all you want to do. You're you're the most honest you person really in the room. Yet, right? you, you don't know him yet. Yeah. And that's the most honest thing you could ever say to someone. Hey, I had fun. I'd like to keep having fun with you. Um, you can make that happen or you don't. That's you winding the clock up and if he doesn't try to make that happen within a week or two, right. your answer has been given. 
Right. Your answer you, is you've upped the stakes and he's not willing to meet them. No, at all. And it's yeah, like, yeah. but I do under everything that she writes in this email, I totally understand. Like the idea of like going to a woman's place, like you have a history with her, you have this sexual chemistry, like it is easy and comfortable. And it's like, but you know that there's consequences that have been, you know, voiced before. And you're like, do I want to go back through turning someone down again that I like and I enjoy? And it's like, mm -hmm. you know, it's almost easier to be like, I can go masturbate to this at home. Right. But if you want to <laughs> do that, my issue with the guy is like, if you want to do that, don't fucking text this person. Like, well, what do you, you mean? I mean? Like, if you want to like, if, if he's like, oh, it's easier to just go home and masturbate and not deal with any of this, like stop reengaging with the person that you kind of like dumped well, in the first place. Well, in his defense, <laughs> he's not getting a text from her late at night that's kind of fun and flirty and then being like, don't answer it. Just go in the bathroom and get it out of you. Get the sickness <laughs> out of you. You know, like, you know, like I, 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 I understand. He's, more, he's proactively setting this up. I, I do like he's think. He's asking her to hang out and he's sure, texting her. And I. But I do think when he does that, he does believe like, let's see, let's have fun. It's post pandemic. Like, I, I think also that's, uh, you know, just like when let's we went fun. into, let's have fun. <laughs> Women don't want to have fun. I, uh, I hate, I hate <laughs> let's have fun. We I had mean, fun. Why did you text? <laughs> we had fun. Let's have fun. Well, I think like there's fun. My ex are dying. Fun? <laughs> None of this is fun to me. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I think it's also like we're getting I think IRL summer is here as we've talked about here in real life summer. I think we're getting a lot of uh, what what happened as we went into the pandemic is happening as we come out of the pandemic. So like when we went in, everyone went to the Rolodex of people that they could kind of call on to right. come over and that they because the number the options it went was safer. Down. Yeah. yeah, it was safer. Now that we're coming out, people are just like, I need to be touched. And let me start cashing in these checks that I've written during these last couple of years, you know? And I think that's kind of a version of what this guy's doing here. He's like, it's been a couple of years. And listen, here's the other thing he could be doing. It's been a couple of years. I've changed. She's changed. That's true. Yeah. You know, well, let's see what this is. That's always the hope. I think a lot of guys are, are more hope, uh, are hopeful that they have matured. Like I've been in that position where you like call back on someone. You're like, maybe this was the one, you know, like, I think what we, we I know we what kinda, you're saying, right? Yeah, we and strip I mean, away from men this idea that they could have this romanticism and get carried away too. We get carried away too. I get that you get carried away too, but it's often at the expense of someone who you know is already carried away. <laughs> like you're you're like experimental. Like yeah, I could see that happening. Maybe like let me sleep with her and then I'll and then I'll find out. Whereas she's like going into it like already hyped up and, and like thinking that it's going to be something and then like you're it's, it's tough I think in these situations and I've been in her situation before where it feels like the guy's testing you out like he's like maybe I, you know what I mean like and you don't realize that you're like an experiment for them like maybe I have changed maybe I am ready for a relationship and then they they, they date you and then sleep with you again and they're like oh, actually no I'm not and you're left like yeah re you know what I mean like sure. your wound is reopened I I would say both sides need to come to the middle a little bit on that. <laughs> you know, like I think like like well, you have to I go think a lot of wary. Yeah. Well, yeah, I think a lot of women could be helped by going in saying they yeah, maybe I am cool with this one instead of this is the one he came back to me. You know, like I, I, I think like the idea of like going out with so like I think 
everyone is an experiment. If you think of it like, you know, like every it dating is, scenario, but, 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 but I understand what you're high, saying. The stakes are a little bit higher sometimes with like, if you know that, that something ending again is going to be hurtful for someone. Yeah. I wouldn't go back unless you had. But this better, is why he didn't have sex. Right. Well, I think that's a good thing. I think that's, yeah. that's why, that's why I'm like, this does show some sort of a level of growth. And I mean, I've talked about this before where I've had a number of the situations and you go back and you ask the guy like, so why'd you text me? And mm. their usual answer is something along the lines of like, we had fun. Um, yeah. Well, you're that's like, why you yeah, should I never. We had right. You're like, like, I know we had fun and I'm looking for like someone to have fun with like, all the time that's committed to me. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think that's why we have to stop asking people questions and start telling people how we feel. Like, which yeah. is not, that's not the most genius thing to say, but I'm just saying like, you know, why did you keep texting me? Why'd you text me? The guy's going to say the nicest thing that gets him out of this situation. Um, if you say, hey, I had a good time. It felt like you backed off because you felt like there was you. It felt like you backed off because I thought we were going to get physical considering our text before. I'm a little confused, but I did have a great time and I'd like to see what this could be. That's a different thing that he can't go. Well, we have fun. You know, like right. that, that answer doesn't work there. The answer, the only answer that works there is I enjoy your company too and I do want to see where this goes to. Or it's an opening to say, you know, the reason I didn't fuck is because I know I want to fuck you, but I don't want to be with you. And that's a harder thing to say, but you have to right. open people up to say that. No one says that. What he no would one say is like, but I'm really just not looking for anything serious. And I didn't he want would, to, I I mean, want to a, feel yeah. like it was going there. Yeah. Yeah. That would be a genuine but, answer, though, as, as genuine right. as it could be. Yeah. It would be like it would be even more refreshing if someone said, I'd like to have sex, but I, I would not like to, um, you know, like date you. <laughs> I mean, that I mean, that should be said before every date that you go out with someone you have a past with. Right. Like, like if you go out with someone you have a past with, hey. I would love to go out and have drinks with you because I do think it would be fun. But I understand this is, that's not the type of fun everyone's looking for. Um, I don't see this going in the future, but I am looking for that type of, uh, of, of interaction tonight. Like, would that be okay? It would be better. I mean, it doesn't, yeah. I mean, it's better than yeah. having sex and then, then hearing that, no? Yeah. I mean, they're all different levels of it. But I do think that like, it's, this shows a little bit of growth on his side. And the only thing she can really do is just put her cards on the table. See, this podcast has done good. We have taught the men of America. <laughs> You're right. Stop sleeping with people if you are not yeah. sure what you want. You know that feeling when you're going on your first date with the person you've been seriously crushing on and realize you have absolutely nothing to wear? Maybe you find yourself wishing you had the perfect pair of jeans, the one you can fancy up, fancy down, and just look better every time you wear them. Well, that's why you need to check out Lee Denim. I love Lee Denim. I'm wearing them today in the office. I'm wearing their jeans. I love, they also have this other pair that I have at home that I'm really excited to wear. It's like a little baggier, but it's still so comfortable and yet it's still so flattering. I don't know how they do it. Every time you wash it, they also look even better. And I love that they flatter every body type. Denim trends come and go, but Lee is legendary for creating denim cuts that fit your body. Their denim gets better with age and their classics fit into every look. Lee's denim jacket is the one to reach for without fail. A classic. The Ryder jean jacket is the OG, what every other brand has copied for decades. Everyone is an icon in their own right, and Lee makes denim so people can own their style and feel good in their clothes. Their spring collection is here, so get the freshest looks and cuts before anyone else. You can find your Lee fits by visiting lee.com. 
That's lee.com to shop spring looks now. When it comes to the plant-based eating debate, there's more to consider than just healthy or unhealthy. Of course, we want to eat things that make us feel good and generate energy to keep us going. But there's also a major environmental component that drives a lot of people to a plant-focused diet. But you don't have to give up some of your faves entirely. Impossible Foods makes meat from plants. They're solving the meat problem with more meat. By creating delicious meat from plants that's better for you and the planet, Impossible lets you enjoy some of your favorite meaty products with a plant-based twist. Ground beef, homestyle meatballs, sausage patties, all made from plants. And that's just a few of their delicious and versatile options. No more tension between craving meat but not wanting to eat so much of it or sacrificing your carnivorous faves for your health. Indulge in nutrient-packed, plant-based goodness and feel good doing it. Check out impossiblefoods.com to see how you can help solve the meat problem with more meat. That's I-M-P-O-S-S-I-B-L-E-F-O-O-D-S.com. UUP at Betches.com. UUP at Betches.com. Let's do some awkward sex. You ready, Jordana? I'm ready. Let's do it. Hey, J&J, love the pod. Every Wednesday and Sunday, I look forward to the wisdom and laughs y'all provide. Jared, saw you in Raleigh a while back with some friends and can't wait to catch you again sometime soon. Come to Charlotte. Thank you so much. I Raleigh, great town. Um, Charlotte, fun town. Very, uh, both, I mean, listen, there's many places I like in, <laughs> in this great country of ours. This story is a favorite. You've seen it all. I've seen it. I've really, I've seen more of the country than most is what I'm starting to realize. Like, when I told people like, I was going to Oklahoma City, they were like, who? <laughs> you're, like, you're like Jack Kerouac. That's me. Jared Kerouac. Um, On the this, road. <laughs> the story is a favorite among friends. Hopefully you guys and the listeners get some laugh at my expense. This story is about my now fiance. Okay, we have a happy ending. Uh, Ooh. <laughs> at happy the ending, time, Bell. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. At the time, we had been dating for about six months. One night after a date, things were getting hot and heavy, and we started having sex. To spare you the details, I'll just say he was going in from behind. Unbeknownst <laughs> to me, he, quote unquote, missed during an intense thrust, and his penis crashed into my ass. Plenty of cushioning there. I didn't feel a thing. Not the case for him. Jared, I feel like this confirms a lot of your theories about men. Doesn't matter the pain or the circumstances, <laughs> they will get it done. <laughs> that is a theory. That, um, that is a theory of yours, yes. It is true. After we finished, he mentioned his penis was a little sore, but didn't uh, make anything seem like a big deal. I will mention and own that I am ultra sensitive, and at six months in, he certainly knew that. Uh, the next okay. day, his penis... She's ultra sensitive, like, uh, emotionally? Is that... I don't know. It's... Her butt is sensitive. I don't. Well, she said she didn't feel it in her butt when the oh. penis crashed into it, and now she's saying the penis was a little sore, but didn't make anything seem like a big deal. Oh, I would think she says she's a little sensitive as far as like didn't want to like. He didn't make a big deal out of his oh, penis okay. to make her feel. I bad. see. Oh, that's nice. Okay, that's nice. The next day, his penis. <laughs> you broke my. Penis. <laughs> what the fuck, you bitch? <laughs> How could that you do this to her, my dick? That would make her feel bad. I'm sure. Yeah. The next day, his penis was severely bruised and looked like it had gone through some sort of trauma. I couldn't believe my eyes when he sent me the photo. What a different dick pic. <laughs> I can't believe he sent her the photo. You, you got to check this out. Uh, <laughs> what had I done? Picture the eggplant emoji, but way less adorable and more gruesome. But pretty much that purple. The discoloration and uh, swelling only got worse as the morning went on. He was texting me from work. <laughs> babe it's getting worse it keeps getting fatter 
This oh might be a good thing. <laughs> I should mention, work for him is a small family business he runs with both his mom and dad, she writes in all caps. He's stuck out at lunch to go to urgent care and get it checked uh, checked out without announcing to his bosses, a.k.a. his parents, a.k.a. my future in-laws, that he feared a broken dick. When urgent care had him rush to the emergency room to see a specialist and discuss the possibility of an emergency surgery, oh the God. cat had to come out of the bag. To this day, <laughs> I don't... <laughs> mom... Um, check out I know you know you're since I'm on your insurance you might see a bill <laughs> for my broken penis <laughs> it's a uh, sprained dick um, dad I'm gonna be home late tonight uh, to this day I don't know I don't know exactly how he described his condition to them or how it was caused ignorance is as close to bliss as I, uh, I'll get in this scenario texting with his mom updates uh, while he was in the hospital for his penis is not one of my fondest memories thankfully it was just an awful sprain you can sprain a dick I didn't know that and it didn't have to go under the knife. Oh, my God. I'm horrified. Not so, not so thankfully, I was mortified for quite some time facing his parents, knowing that they knew what happened. When I told my friends about the story, they were impressed and, and wanted to know how I almost broke his dick. Much to their disappointment, it wasn't a fancy move on my end. Just some bad aim on his. Can't wait to hear what you guys could call this one. Um, this is... What do you think, Jordan? I, I I love the fact like she's got some bragging points about her ass. She could be like, "This is the yeah, ass that could take I down was a cop." That. It's right? like that hard that it like would actually. I mean, she I think of it as like a, a fitness empire. That's what I'm saying. I feel like that's a sellable um, anecdote. This ass breaks dicks. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. I totally agree. It's very impressive for her. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's a it's. A funny story, the parents thing. I bet you he's on his... I mean, he's either on his parents' insurance or his employer's insurance, which is, like, pretty funny. Same thing. For for that, yeah. (laughs) That's what I'm saying. Um, What do you think? Does anything like this ever happen to your penis? You definitely have the thing where your penis falls out and goes in a direction that's, like, not one you would want it to go in. And you have a minute where you go... (gasps) Like, you're like, oh, my God. Like, I'm sure this has happened. It's like when you're driving a car and you accidentally, like, you swerve to, like, get back on in the lane. Okay. (laughs) Or, or like, you, like, you know, or you you come off the sidewalk and your foot turns a little bit, but you don't sprain an ankle. Like, you know what I mean? Like, and you're like, oh, 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 that could have been bad. That could have been bad. Like, you, but you never think, like, a penis will sprain. Like, the penis is the one thing that you don't, like think of in terms of like having a cast on it you know using a crutch for it like i never would think that way have you ever had this where the guy like falls out and you can see him his life flash before his eyes because that's kind of what happens to me i'm sure it's happened that i have but i haven't noticed (laughs) but um (laughs) i can only imagine and they say men aren't watching (laughs) are the ones who don't care about their partners don't have attention to detail yeah (laughs) Definitely haven't noticed that. It's interesting that she's so worried about like the parents. Like it is like, I don't think like I would love to see those texts. Like if she had those screenshots of like, so how's he doing? Right. Or like how he's, how he told them this. Like, like that would be a very interesting story. Right. Um, What would you call this Jordana? Um, I liked, um, I really liked Maddie's suggestion of meet the penis. (laughs) Meet the penis is great. That's so funny. Enjoy that one a lot. What do you I, what do you think? I called it the old banana. 
because I just kept imagining it looked like getting, a bruised banana. Right, getting like less and less or more and more ripe. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Like that's really the, funny. The bruised spots on oh. it. Like I, I didn't imagine it as like a totally purple, you know, eggplant emoji. It more showed to me bruised banana. That was my. That thought. would be. I feel like more traumatizing to see it that way. Oh, absolutely. Like I, I, I've never had that. Like I would like to see how big the penis gets from it. Like, yeah. Like, what is what? Where would from I? Being, where could I go from here with a broken? Think it gets dick? bigger. Like, she says it does, right? Pretty much. I thought uh, it was more like the wider. swelling. She, oh, I just want to see what a swelling penis, like what my swelling penis would look like. So, you know, just, dear listener, if you have the picture, please DM it, DM it to Jared so he can. Uh, this is my this is my call phone. for dick pics. I'm looking yes. for more dick pics in my life. We, we will not be posting it on the U up Instagram because no. um, I don't think we want to get kicked off. But no. <laughs> is it a red that. flag or deal breaker? You're, you're having a one night stand with a guy and it falls out and he goes and he freaks out. He's like, my dick is broken. And he has to run to the hospital. Um, I would take him to the hospital. I'm not an animal. Um, I think it would be fine. As long as he wasn't like mad at me, like your butt wasn't supposed to be there. <laughs> yeah, if he did the yeah. the freak out, you bitch. Yeah, if he was uh, like a little embarrassed, I'd be cool with it. Everyone's, I think there's great times, especially in early dating. It's okay to like fumble or do something weird or something would happen. You just have to be a little embarrassed about it. I think the only red flag is if the person's like, the, this is one ah. of those male things that you can really do the wrong way. Like, I only a man could go wrong in that direction where he's like. How could you? You know, like you know, like right. I don't think a woman would ever do that. I agree. Uh, uh, or if you, or I would also want him to like ask me if, if I wanted to see the penis bruised before he sent it. If you're like having breakfast and you're like, <laughs> I would want to be asked. Yeah. Hey, just a trigger warning. I'm gonna send you a bruised dick. I, I hope you can take a look. <laughs> what now? You- this got me th- thinking, Jordana. Okay. Have you seen the the curved penis before in your travels? I've heard of it. I haven't looked. Yeah, that, I never knew that was a thing. It's a real like, thing. Supposedly, you can like I a mean, crooked penis. There's such a thing. They, you know, I I don't have. I I'm I, I think I'm blessed with the. <laughs> I just heard about it. <laughs> I've heard about it. <laughs> Not me. Who who. <laughs> Me? No. Uh, no, but the curved, I, I've heard that like as far as like jarring moments where you like, wow, where did this come from? Right. I mean, I can imagine being, take, I, can, I would be taken aback by an uncircumcised penis. And that's okay. just my humbling Long Island Jewish girl sure. uh, naivete. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do another email. You ready, Jordana? Yeah, let's read it. All right. UUP at Betches.com. And remember, people, if you're listening right now, make it your Instagram story. Share, share, share. Let people know. This is the time of year. You Up Podcast comes in handy. And it's IRL summer. It's happening. We have people are out in the streets. People are saying hi in person. I, you know, I'm, I go to this coffee shop near my apartment. People are, hey, I see you here all the time. Like, I get that kind of thing. It's, it's like things are happening. I was in Cold Spring Harbor the other day and someone recognized me from the show and I was like, wow, we've made it out wow. deep into Long Island. It Love felt great. It. This is great. Um, okay. 
Hey, J&J, love the pod. Your advice has honestly changed my life and the way I look at relationships. I have a question about rejecting people you don't know. I was on a run this past week and this random guy popped out at me from a side street and waved (laughs) at me to take my headphones off. (laughs) Okay, I didn't even... I'm just imagining her on a run. He's like, hey, she's like, "Ah!" (laughs) guys are like scary yeah uh, i think listen, i can I, see I, that, yeah. that is frightening he, that, that's your biggest uh predator Fear. right there. yeah he told me he saw me run by earlier and hoped that i would come run back earlier. his way again so he could ask me out and then asked if i lived in the area i was pretty freaked out because i was running by myself it was starting to get dark outside and i just moved here for the summer and he looked significantly older than me mm. i panicked and told him i wasn't i was just visiting a friend and he proceeded to ask where i lived I gave oh him the God. state I grew up in and he asked the city. I told him and he said he goes there a lot for work and still wanted my number. At this point, I felt super uncomfortable. So I just told him I had a boyfriend, but was flattered so I could get away. And I continued on with my run. About five minutes later, this car full of guys slows down by me and screams bullshit oh out the God. window at me, scaring the shit out of me again, as if I wasn't freaked out enough already. They drove away too quick for me to see, but I assume it was him and his friends calling me out for lying. I feel bad I lied, but I was honestly terrified, and the whole situation just made me really uncomfortable. It didn't help that he told me he'd been watching me on my run, that he would not just take my excuses as a no, and that he got so pissed off I didn't want to go out with him that he got all his friends to scream at me. Not to mention, he also interrupted my workout, which was... I was pretty annoyed by too. Anyway, I just wanted to get your thoughts on the situation and how you think I should have responded to shut it down rather than lying. Thanks so much, the faulty fibber. I I mean... I think she did. I mean, this is horrifying. This is. Yeah, I think she did the right thing yeah. completely in. Um, do in whatever. Like a, you, yeah. Do whatever you got to do to get away from this guy as fast as fucking possible. Like, I think that's totally. what she did. She took the the most immediate exit out of the building of this dude. And that was the right decision. Like, yeah. The I think idea that, that you I had to be kinder to her. Fuck him. Totally. Or kind of I mean, him. I mean, the I have a boyfriend thing to me is like the safest non-personal way to get out of those situations when you're in them and someone's making you feel like uncomfortable and weird. Yeah. I mean, I laughed in the beginning because of him jumping out of nowhere. Like I to me, it's it, when I heard this, I was like, oh, maybe it's just a, you know, so I, I thought of like a Poindexter nerd, you know, <laughs> you know, jumping out of like the first my mind. And, right. And, Here's the thing, like my mind first goes to nerdy guy on running trail popping out, hey, with like a flower shooting that's like a shot, right? Yeah, shooting his shot. So again, that's my privilege as a dude who doesn't think about these things. Like I'm sure someone heard guy jumped out at you while you're running and saw you five minutes before, and they're going straight to dire circumstances, which is my privilege that I don't think about that, but you have to. And I would say to her, like you got to stop going on this running route. You got to start running with friends. I, I don't know. You got to protect yourself because it, it, this is scary to me. Yeah, I think she did everything right. I mean, yeah. it does suck to still like be in a world where you actually have to fear for like that sort of situation if by reject by like you but or try that even that you would have to figure out a way how to like make someone's ego feel not too def- like deflated so that you didn't have to worry for like your own personal safety. I mean, my God, the fact that he has a band of brothers to like yell at you with like out of a van, like what's going on here? Like what apocalyptic reality is going on in the city? You know, but but that is a reality. It's not. Yeah, it's not far from the truth in many situations. But 
the boyfriend thing that so many, is the move totally i think there are also so many women who like I, i've had a situation like this i think many almost anyone you know has had a situation mm-hmm. where they feel uncomfortable in that kind of thing and i would say she did the exact right thing the only other thing i would add is i would i would call a friend and just be on the phone with them for your entire walk back that usually yeah. like makes me feel a bit safer what not to say you're like a guy like this, but like what is going through a guy like that's mind? And is it like an ego thing? Like I need to just protect my ego by like making this person feel shitty. Well, so again, this is like a slippery slope because it starts at like, let's say this is all that ha- like, I don't want to like, I don't know what's going through this guy's head. If he's like going to like wait at this path again for her, you know what I mean? Right. If it's, if it ends at this, which we should be, you know, we all we all hope this is the last interaction this person has with this person. Mm-hmm. The it, it is ego. It's him trying to hurt her emotionally the way he felt hurt. Wouldn't you think? Right by being rejected. To me, that yeah. seems like I I've obviously. been rejected, so I need you to feel the emotional pain that I just felt. That's what I think most small people are doing. Um, right. but you know the idea of like. You know, he's much older. Like, all of this paints a picture of, like, a, a dangerous person. Like, totally. it doesn't it doesn't paint a picture of, like, a friend of mine or something. You know what I mean? Anyone like, you would actually know or, like... Hang I on. would hope not, right. you know? Right. So, but the idea that, like, you know, when people... I mean, if we want to make this a less, you know, um, scary situation, when you say to a guy, like, hey, I had a great time tonight, but I, I, I don't want to go on a date with you again... I don't feel a romantic connection. They write back, well, well, fuck you. I didn't like you anyways. It's like, it's yeah, a smaller version of that. <laughs> it's a, that's a smaller version of this situation where you go, okay, that's a guy who's not confident that wanted other things than to get to know you on that date. And you dodged a, a bullet, right? Totally. Yeah. I think in any form of that, any form of like getting mad at the idea of a rejection, I, and really on either part, but like, especially for men, I think because yeah. there is that like danger that you inherently have to deal with as a woman is definitely like the biggest red flag to get how far, about, far away. How about a guy who can't understand that? Like, this is a fear of women. You know what I mean? Like, I yeah. always talk about how like it's not the first thing guys think of, and that's the privilege. And I, I, I've mentioned that on this podcast before, like the 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 like I went for a run on the did I tell you this? I told the story where I went for a run on the Williamsburg Bridge and there was like oh, a someone woman thought you were like following her. Well, I was thinking like there was a woman like 100 yards in front of me and like my goal was to like go fast enough to beat her down the Williamsburg Bridge and I remember her like feeling me on her back, but I was really just trying to pass her like we were racing. And in my mind, it's a fun, you know, I'm trying to pass her. Right. In her mind, but it's it, like, this is terrifying. Yeah. I've never be, thought of that before. Uh, potentially terrifying. But yeah. my, that's the thing. Like, and then, but if someone said to me, like, if she said to me, like, what the fuck are you doing? I go, oh my God, I'm so sorry. Like, you know, it, I think everyone's right. okay to like make a mistake with their intent and then when you realize like someone else's feelings it's like everyone deserves their feelings so like if a guy can't see that like he is acting in a way to make you feel not safe then he doesn't want to see that like he's actively not trying and it's like that is someone to stay away from even more so like what uh, how what turn what 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 type of um you know uh compromise could you ever come to 
Totally. And that's not just not someone that I think that's someone whose emotions are obviously or their ego is bigger than their sense of rationality and like self-awareness. So that in itself is an issue. I mean, you see a lot of that just in general today with a lot of like the subjects that are very difficult to talk about when it gets politicized. It's like people put their egos ahead of like rational, like thought and context nuance, you know, completely. But um, stay safe reader and i think my, yeah. my only extra piece of advice that i personally felt safer doing was just calling someone for the rest of my that's a move home. and i i think you got to stop with this route i i think like i would stay and this time this route they've obviously plotted to see you know in some yeah. way to see you so and he might be just saying that to everyone who pops by like you don't know that's also if he has true. a van of people like he could just be saying that to like I would you know warn the the authorities that this area has a a man out there. Like I would warn you know yeah give I don't a description. If, that's what I'm saying. Are like, you even is that even like a can you do that on like with like the cops? I don't even know. I guess I you mean could. even if even you, if they don't really do anything, you're still like yeah, logging it. Yeah, just do something like hey, I want to give a description of a guy who's um who's intimidating women like and right. has a group of people that are doing that with them like. Why not? You know, like, yeah. let's try and do whatever I agree. we can. There's nothing there's nothing too small that would help, like, with your safety and potentially someone else's safety that this person yeah. is like now, like on someone's radar. In the market for investment worthy bags, watches and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com and get up to 15% off your first purchase as a member with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for up to 15% off your first purchase as a member. Okay, Jordana, let's play some games. You ready? I'm ready. Let's do it. Okay, first one. Hey, J&J, had this happen to me this weekend, and I'm curious if you think whether it's a red flag or a deal breaker. I had sex with a guy this weekend. He used a condom and still pulled out with a condom. The next day we were texting a bit, and he sends me this. You can be him, and I'll be her. Here we go smart girl and same i could for sure pull off that second round now oh i believe it winky face <laughs> will you let me know when you have your period i i feel like we were pretty safe but i always feel better with confirmation sorry i know that's probably the weirdest thing a guy has asked you after a hookup but look at who you're talking to and then she writes to us, I didn't think it was possible to have any safer sex than this. He even took it upon himself to take the condom off to finish on my back. So red oh, flag or a deal gentleman. breaker. <laughs> <laughs> Instead of containing it in this yeah. perfectly sealed vessel, I'll just come all over your back. So red flag or deal breaker. Someone asks you to inform them of your period. Sincerely, I didn't know I could get pregnant from getting cum on my back. <laughs> okay. Um <laughs> Jordana, what do you think? This is uh, a good question for you. Uh, I mean, uh, to me, this says this guy had a very close encounter in the past with someone that he had a very scary, traumatic, almost pregnancy scare with. And sure. he's hyper, hyper conscious of not going through that again. 
Yes. That's what I, that would say to me. <laughs> well, I, I'm I'm one of those of like that gets very nervous about this stuff. But to ask about like, hey, uh, can we get a just uh, add me to your calendar anytime? <laughs> Sync you know, me with your floor. period yeah. calendar invitations. Yeah. I mean, when that's was your a last one? I'm going to put it. I'm going to put an alarm on my calendar. Yeah. It's a I'm little much. Like, at that point, just like don't. You shouldn't have sex. Like, right. This is the equivalent of like. Uh, if you're going to get attached to a guy after a first date and you have sex, then don't have sex. If you can't handle having sex and the stress that comes with like, and especially listen, you pulling out with a condom on is not the weirdest thing in the world. Like that actually like fine. I, I, I can totally understand that. The idea that you do that, you come on her back and then you go and uh, you know, I'm going to have to know <laughs> the name of your gynecologist. Uh, right. Is, Can is, you send is, me is a picture much. of the pill pack so I know that you've taken <laughs> it every day? Uh, ah, yeah. show me you swallowed it. Yeah, I think I would have to. I don't know if it'd be a deal breaker, but I'd have to be like, hey, like this seems like seems like a lot of precautions. Like, did something happen? Yeah, are you, <laughs> you okay? cool? What's going yeah. on? And and if they can't talk about it, then they're not really mature enough to have sex. Like, I don't think they're yeah. ready. I agree. Yeah, this would be a. I mean, from the other side, like if a woman was like, "Can you just?" I don't know what the alternative is. Like, um, hey, I'm gonna like alert you for when I get my period. Just maybe in with case. like, maybe with like an STI or something. If they were like, "Could you just let me know, like again, like when the last time that you had sex with someone else was, and then like when the last time you got checked was, and then like when you plan on getting checked next? Could you text me the results?" But that to me is normal. Like that to me is actually like it's a more normal okay. than this. <laughs> that, but that it's to the me same sort of concept of like I am hyper conscious. Yeah, well, of, of that. I too. think if you if you're having sex with multiple people, then it's yeah. like even you know, uh, hey, I need to. I don't know. I I think the testing stuff would make sense to me. Like the the idea that like I I think it would be weirder if like a woman was like, so I just had my period. I just want to let you know. I'd be like, are you, were you worried? Like what what? Right. Like well, I wouldn't funny. want that would make me more nervous. Like the it is funny. Like nervous. I've gone through the experience of being like secretly a little anxious about like whether or not, you know, someone's mm. gone. To, like if I'm like a couple days late on my period and I was like sleeping with someone, I might be very anxious. And then when I got my period, I'd be very excited. And I think I'd be tempted to tell them, even though they had no idea what was <laughs> going on. And you know what I mean? Like when they had no idea what's going on internally in your head where you're like, they just avoided a disaster. They didn't even know was like <laughs> potentially no happening. Idea. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know what you mean. I, I like this makes sense in a serious relationship. Like if you were if you knew your guy was like anxious about those things, like, hey, just letting you know, like that makes sense when it's a one night and it doesn't make as much sense. Yeah, I agree. Um, so I think well, red flag, red flag, depending on their answer, maybe deal breaker. <laughs> yeah, I, I think it's deal breaker. I just too much. Unless, unless you could talk it out, I guess. Yeah. Hi, hi, J and J. Question about a situation my friend is going through regarding making relationships Facebook official. Is what this, year is this? Yeah, what is it, a time machine? Two thousand nine. 
She started going out with this guy. He asked her to be his girlfriend like two weeks ago. She thought it was moving fast, but didn't say anything because she wanted to keep seeing him. Then without mentioning it to her or having a discussion about it, he makes it Facebook official. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. They haven't even posted on Instagram uh, or, or even on story together. So she thought this was a little fast. I didn't even think people will still made relationship Facebook official. LOL. Wondering what your thoughts are. Thanks for all the fun. Red flag deal breaker. He makes it Facebook official, official and offended. So what do we think? I think if like if Mike even like right now, like we're not we're not uh, we're not Facebook official. Uh Oh, even at this <laughs> point, four years in, if he asked me to be in a relationship or engaged to him on Facebook, I would be like, that is a red flag. That is very random and weird. It's it's. <laughs> It's the randomness of it, and yeah. it's the the out of timeline order <laughs> of it, <laughs> like the yeah, like not knowing what year it is. It's like to me that's this is someone who's like worried that you're not going to want to be with them, right? Or they're trying, or they're trying to publicly prove something to someone. Yeah, this is a, this is so not about not about you, you yeah. that it's actually a deal breaker. Like, yeah. what the fuck is going on in your life, whether it's mentally or socially, that I am now pulled into this game that you're trying to play? Like, I, like, and if you need it for your confidence level in me dating you, then you're not confident enough to date me. Like, I, I just wouldn't see this going very well. Yeah, I'd be very turned off by it. I think I would say to them, like, this is like, this seems very strange to me. Like, is there a reason yeah. that you're trying to... I mean, I guess they could say like, I, you know, we're both on Facebook and like their your relationship status as single, and I was just trying to, you know, but maybe they if even, they did if they, in tw- in two thousand nine, I might like think it was fine. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> that's well, that's eleven years ago, twelve yeah. years ago. <laughs> I mean, that that's the thing that's so strange. Like to me, this guy has no confidence, and like I. To me, this deal breaker. I, I'm usually not the strong. Yeah, this is deal breaker. Like the fact that she wrote like. I thought she thought it was moving fast, but didn't say anything because she wanted to keep seeing him. It's like, yeah, this is moving. Like that was before he made it Facebook official. <laughs> like, like, yeah, no. making it Facebook official in general, red flag. I think this early and when you haven't mm-hmm. really committed to anything, probably deal breaker. Yeah, I'm deal breaker on that. But like, if Mike requested to be in a relationship with me on Facebook, tomorrow, <laughs> You'd allow it. I don't know if I'd. I don't know if I'd end the whole thing. Yeah, don't end the <laughs> engagement. Give it another week. Right, then I wouldn't be able to say married to. <laughs> that used to be such a thing. I know. It was like, I mean, the whole, yeah, it was like, that was how you found out people broke up at, at a certain point. Absolutely. Or they would they would try to just hide it. They'd just, change, they'd just get rid of it as an option. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. If they not even. I, I remember back then, way back when, when I would even talk, when someone asked me, I'd be like, that should, you don't have... I am single on your page just so you don't have I am in a relationship on a page. You just get ahead of it. Yeah. Have you ever been in a Facebook relationship? I don't think so. I have. You have. In college. See, that's like one of those. Isn't it cringy? Don't you think about it? You're like, ah, oh, yeah. I did that. I, can't I, can't believe believe I was I like publicly that. announcing <laughs> to the world that I was like, hello, everybody. Hello. I'm a senior in college and <laughs> I have a boyfriend. Yeah. Officially. <laughs> Facebook official. Well, we Let used to like that... joke around. The girls used to joke around on it. Like, me and my friends would be like, we we're like, it's complicated between us. Sure, or, I remember. Yeah, that was know. a big one. It's complicated <laughs> with me and my best friend, who were hilarious. Yeah, imagine if huge... you if people actually put like put it was complicated with 
mean, people like to this I day. I can't believe that was an option. It'd be like a nightmare. Yeah. <laughs> oh my what god. A, what a what a passive remember, aggressive uh, way to like tell your boyfriend that you're not happy in the relationship. It's complicated. <laughs> uh, I just got a notification that says it's complicated. I uh, really miss cool? the drama of of Facebook official. Actually, now that we're talking about, bring it back. <laughs> I want it's, it gets messy. And MySpace top ten. Yeah. <laughs> How about the the most messy was when Snapchat had your top three and that was public. Oh, your best friends. Your best friends. Oh my and god! Like all this and you had no control over it. You didn't know how the point scale work. And then all of a sudden, you'd have people that were like, "Oh my god, another woman has that entered the top three. Like that's messy. I remember stalking the shit out of a guy I was dating when that was a thing. Just refreshing his best friends to see who was on <laughs> it, who he was talking to, and you would see some shit you did not like. Yes. And, and it's like and because you didn't know how the points worked. Nobody knew how Snapchat points work. So all of a sudden you're top three. You're like, oh, well, someone's there that shouldn't. Yeah. <laughs> it's like wow. their mistress. Yeah, I think I, I like how they slowly phased all of that, like official shit off of all. I, I wrote an article like I think way back when that was like Snapchat will be the reason we all get divorced. Snapchat top three will be the reason we all get divorced. And then like the next week they got rid of it. Maybe they heard they saw you're it. welcome. Okay. <laughs> to all the men cheating, you're welcome. That's right. Got you. Hi, J and J. Recent listener, but my girlfriends and I, mid twenties, listen every week now and discuss love. I a couple of months ago I ended things with my boyfriend of a year and a half who I met in college through a mutual friend group. He was relatively shy, so I started things by sliding in the DMs after a social event we had we had been at. And after some chatting there, he asked me out. Our first date was just a cute starlit talk on our camp, camp on our campus hillside college stuff haha it was our first time ever really having a conversation in person we were both a little nervous i guess well at one point during the evening we scooted closer to each other while still in conversation and when we got close enough that our shoulders touched he popped wood never heard i haven't heard that popped wood popped wood yeah what is this I feel like ever this whole thing was written like this all this red flag deal breaker <laughs> section is from years years yeah. of lore. Your <laughs> it's even got you talking in old world English. Seriously, <laughs> times like, of your yeah. Did, did a Jewish mother write this? He popped and he wood. popped a woody after making us Facebook official. I was shocked. <laughs> I mean, we were pretty much in public. Neither of us addressed it, but he tried to hide it by having us lay on our backs. So I was staring at the stars slash sky and not at what just happened. The date quickly wrapped up from there and I returned home alone and felt like I had been through some kind of trauma. LOL. That seems excessive to me. Days okay. and confused for sure. They were there were a lot of ways I could think to rationalize this one odd night slash instant. Sure. So I kept seeing him, obviously. My thing is, it wasn't just this one night. It was way more frequent. Every time I kissed him or hugged him or it was physically flirty in any way, bam, it was there. During our whole conversation. <laughs> hey! The, 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 the wood was there. Yeah. During our whole relationship, this one thing kept coming up and never, and him having been my first serious relationship, I never knew how to take it. He never really tried to put the moves on me or even call attention to it ever. Like, okay, yes, in a relationship, sometimes things get intimate and some hard-on is expected, but this seemed excessive. My initial reaction is to feel flattered, but when a touch on the shoulder pitches a tent in your guy's pants, who wrote this? You start to wonder if he's if, if he just has a problem. <laughs> is, this just, is this a red flag or a deal breaker? Uh, I, I feel... I don't... I, 
I feel like someone's conservative Jewish aunt wrote this. Right? I mean, <laughs> did he do can you let me know? Did he do anything wrong here? I because I'm I'm I don't think he did. Did I mean he? this is his this is his girlfriend, right? When our shoulders touched, he popped wood. I was shocked, and then he tried to hide it by having us lay on our backs. So that, is she assuming he tried to hide it with the back laying, or he because he never talked about it? She said, "I don't think I don't I don't know why you'd be like upset that your boyfriend was like hard." I mean, and you're in the dark in the starlit place, and he pops a wood. How did she know? I guess how could she it, see the yeah, wood? Yeah, was she feel Must it? Have been a big dick. It, yeah, maybe he's a big penis. <laughs> he's got a huge cock. Yeah. Well, she can't, and I don't know. He just the the lingo that she's using. It makes me feel like she's very old school because she says. Who pitches, Pitch, a pitches, a Who pitches a tent in their pants? It sounds like my mom wrote this. Who's out there <laughs> pitching tents? What kind of um, a guy gets a woody in front of the in front of that girl? Yeah, I, yeah. I, I think it's like I wouldn't be like traumatized by that. I would think like okay, like I mean, maybe if I had never had sex before and I was like a little afraid of the penis, I might be like a little intimidated Some, by it. But someone with a boyfriend who can't get it up is wishing this was their problem you know like that's the problem is like your problem is someone else's solution like he's young he's fertile he's ready to go he's got blood pumping through his veins it's a young man like i'm I'm going full jewish uncle (laughs) he's a young man guy gets a boner every now and again he's attracted to you yeah i mean i guess unless it was like if it's really unwelcome, if you're kind of like, I'm trying to think of a scenario where you'd be like, this is off putting. I guess if it was like happening at dinner when you like Listen, held yeah. his hand, I don't know. And it was obvious. It was, I mean, I feel like, I mean, you would know, you know more about the male anatomy than I do. Is it like, do, do, men, do men just like random, don't they just randomly get hard sometimes for inexplicable Ran- reasons? Random boners do happen. It's more likely when you're younger like this than at my old age to just have a rant, you know. It's like in, you know, you're in high school, you put it in your belt to like against your body to like hide it. Like this is <laughs> the random boner. Oh, horrifying. Not a fun thing. And then you're like, I can't get like, you know, the bell rings and you're like, I got to leave class. I, I got to get rid of this thing. Right. You know? Yeah. Th- like to me, that's what it seems like. Yeah. But even this is more innocent than that. He it's not like they were like, hey, she was like, hey, they were on a first date. She's like, hey, I got to go to CVS. And then they were in line at CVS at somewhere on their date. And he bumped into her back and then she happened to be hard. <laughs> like it wasn't like that. You right. Know? How did I want to know one? How did she know is like I just I, I, th- I think of her in the most cartoonish way right now. Like every time she's just like, <laughs> what? You know, big right. eyes. I would be more turned off if he was talking about a boner constantly yeah. like whenever she touched him. But if he just like kind of has one that seems slightly beyond his control. Yeah. Having it, not mentioning it is actually less weird than, hey, <laughs> I know hard. this is going to be weird, but I have a boner. Even the word boner, like it would make him sound young and not really like experienced. Like, I know this was college, but. Yeah, I, I think this girl's kind of the issue here. Yeah. Like. I don't know. Can you get wet randomly? Yeah, that happens. I think it's it's less. You get. I mean, it's you can see it less. 
Has there ever been a scenario where you're like, oh my god, I I can't move right now? Because like you, there are scenarios where you're like, not I, like that as a man where you're like, I need to just chill here so that I can get the get fuck out of here. Get this down. With, get this down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I gotta put right, out the fire. Yeah. yeah. I don't think it, I've never heard of that with like female like female arousal that no. being an issue. But I would imagine like if you could control it, you would control it. Well, nipples hard. Yeah. That happens. Nipple, nipples hard yeah. is a thing. Like like every time I touch her, nipples get hard. Yeah, so yeah. <laughs> How could she? Right. <laughs> yeah. Well, listen, we solved dating again, Jordana. We did it, right? We did it. We did it again. We solved dating. We will be back on Sunday with special guest, uh, Dr. Lori Gottlieb. Um, and it's going to be a great episode. So tune in. Check out You Up With Benefits. Check out Pop Alarm Podcast. We'll see you Wednesday. Boom. You Up is produced by Sean Kilby and Jorge Morales Pico. Editing by Sean Kilby. Social media by Maddie Paul. Guest booking by Nicole Pellegrino. Be sure to follow at You Up Pod on Instagram and Twitter. And send us your emails to youup at betches.com. Thank you to our sponsor, Netflix. Bridgerton is back. And dearest gentle readers, you will not want to miss this chapter. Longtime friends Colin Bridgerton and Penelope Featherington find themselves in quite the precarious situation. The wallflower is ready to bloom, but she needs Colin's help to find a marriage match. Will these friends defy expectations to find true love? And will Penelope's secret identity as Lady Whistledown destroy any chance she may have at love? You shall have to watch and see. Watch part one of Bridgerton only on Netflix, May 16th. Betches.